fellow lupus spirits, and welcome to Lupus Life. I'm Corey Hollingsworth, and I'm a spiritual advisor and meditation facilitator who lives with and manages systemic lupus erythematosus, also known as lupus. The purpose of Lupus Life podcast is to offer firsthand, easy, and simple ways to manage the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of lupus. Today's topic is sleep. I know this sounds pretty easy. We all need sleep. However, those of us who live with lupus really need sleep. And I don't think it's necessarily that we need more sleep or less sleep than anyone else. How, but we do need to honor the fact that we need consistent sleep. And what I mean by consistent is having a sleep routine. I know this is challenging for most people. The reason why I decided to have this topic today is one of my friends on Facebook had posted something about coffee and it had a question about how do those of you who don't drink coffee wake up in the morning? How do you function? And I thought that was interesting and funny because I don't drink coffee to wake up. I am actually allergic to coffee. And so I have a routine that I follow that I will share with you about sleeping. The first thing to do with sleep is to set a bedtime. And I know for those of us who are adults, setting a bedtime sounds juvenile, but I have discovered that having a bedtime is very helpful because my body knows this is the time to rest, this is the time to sleep, and I have to be in this routine in order to function properly on the planet. So I have a set bedtime, and then I allow myself about 15 to 30 minutes after that set bedtime to debate whether or not I'm actually going to go to sleep. This helps because I have this hard line that says I'm going to be in bed by this time and I might lie there for a little while, but I still have to be in bed. And over time, your body does eventually adapt for that. It does tell you at that time, hey, you've been doing this for a couple of weeks. This must be the time that we're tired and we need to go to bed. I also make sure that I do not have any electronics, um, television, te- phone, my tablet, anything, everything turns off. I have do not disturb on all of my devices at that time. So it's very reassuring to know that I will not be interrupted when I do set that hard line. The exception to this is I do have a few people who have emergency bypass on my phone. So when my phone is on do not disturb, I, I do have those people who have the ability to contact me even when my phone is on Do Not Disturb. So that's a little caveat that you can add in there if you need to. I also have a set wake-up time. I wake up at the same time every day. It doesn't matter if it's a weekend, a weekday. I wake up at the same time just naturally. I set an alarm, and I'm usually awake before my alarm goes off. And that's because my body has been trained to wake up at that time. The exception to that, and I think I've just said this twice now, the exception to, because we're not robots, we don't, you know, have a timer that goes on and off like an alarm clock. 
but I do tend to sleep a little bit more during the weekends. So rather than waking up at 6.30 in the morning like I do on a weekday for work, I tend to sleep in until about 7.30 on the weekends. And the way that this usually happens is my body will wake up naturally at 6.30 in the morning, but I know that it's Saturday or Sunday and I, I can tell my body, okay, I'm just going to lie here for a little while longer. I might fall asleep again or I might not, but I'm going to take this extra hour or two, however long it takes, to honor my body's need to continue to sleep if it wants to. And I know that this weekend I've been sleeping a little bit more. I slept in a little bit longer yesterday morning and I actually took a nap. So that is something else that I tend to add to my sleep routine, especially if I wake up on a Saturday or Sunday during my regular time. I will sometimes take a nap in the middle of the day. And I've noticed that if I take a nap too late in the day during the weekend, I can't fall asleep that night. So you want to make sure that you're not necessarily scheduling your naps because your body will just let you know that you need a nap in the middle of a Sunday. But definitely be mindful of the time of day because if you take a nap later in the day, it might mess up your ability to fall asleep later on in the evening. The other thing that I tend to be pretty conscious about is to honor my awake time and not drain myself. And I've had a few podcasts about rest and the need to be flexible with your time and your body and don't drain yourself. So the other part of sleep is making sure that you're sleeping in a consistent way and not falling into the trap of exhaustion because a huge distinction exists between the body's natural ability to fall asleep and just basically falling down and crashing and not being aware that you even fell asleep. So I tend to have this thought process during the week and I plan it usually on Sundays, which would be today, when I look at my week and I recognize how much energy I'm going to be exerting during the week and I plan that for not draining myself. That way, I know that when I get home, I have a certain amount of time before I have that hard line to go to bed. I don't want to be too tired. And as you know, those of us who live with lupus, we're always tired. I mean, we've always got that feeling of fatigue. Some days are better than others. But we want to make sure that we're not hitting that point of exhaustion because that's not sleep. That's just the body recognizing that it is exhausted and it crashes. So we want to make sure that we're not draining ourselves. The other thing that I do is I make sure that I set the space for when I go to sleep. So my my bedroom doesn't have any electronics in it. It doesn't have a television in it. I have every once in a while I'll listen to a meditation. I also meditate. So if I have an exceptionally difficult time sleeping because my brain won't stop working, I will listen to a meditation or I will guide myself through a meditation of deep breaths and, and grounding myself and doing all those relaxation things that I have on one of my podcasts is a meditation. So I encourage, I encourage you to listen to that if you need to, to fall asleep, even though it's not really a sleep meditation, but it'll still work. So keys to getting sleep, to honoring your body and its need to sleep. Set a bedtime 
and a wake up time. And trust me, it'll take a few weeks to get into this, but once your body recognizes this is bedtime, this is wake up time, you'll feel so much better because you'll be rested. Honor your awake time. Don't drain yourself. Try to eliminate media and screen time prior to bedtime. These are basic things that if you look up how to get better sleep, I'm not saying anything that's different than any of those advice websites or medical advice. I'm just relating it to bedtime for those of us who need extra sleep and extra rest rest due to living with a chronic illness. So I hope these tidbits of advice help you. I really encourage you to set a sleep routine. Thank you for joining me today. As a reminder, I have two books on Amazon. The first one is Little Lupus Spirit Book, and you can find the link for that in the description for this episode. It appears on my website, but it can also be found on Amazon. And the second book on Amazon is Reconnecting with Your True Self. I can be reached on my website, coreyhollingsworth.wixsite.com. I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Please feel free to follow Lupus Life Podcast. I would love to hear from you. Have a beautiful day and have a beautiful week.